Today is Friday, October 7th, 2022, and federal agents have enough evidence to charge Hunter Biden, according to multiple reports. The end of the Biden crime family is upon us. Kanye West goes completely based red pill on Tucker Carlson. Tonight, we'll get you all the clips. And Biden invokes the possibility of Armageddon. At a Democratic fundraiser. Really, really chipper dude. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Breaking tonight, a dramatic development in the Hunter Biden scandal. Federal agents say they believe there is now enough evidence to charge the president's son with crimes related to a gun purchase and tax issues. That's according to The Washington Post tonight. The Hunter Biden investigation we know has been going on for many, many months. The question is... Does this late afternoon story in the Post signal a major movement in the case? Correspondent David Spont has the latest information from the Justice Department. Good evening, David. Brett, good evening to you. A source with knowledge of the investigation tells Fox News it has reached a significant and critical phase. Also, federal investigators are no longer collecting evidence. It's moved past that point and is now in the hands of the United States attorney in Delaware. The Washington Post reported that agents believe prosecutors have enough evidence to charge Biden, Hunter Biden, with tax crimes, plural S there, and a false statement related to a gun charge. I am in Joe Biden's home state. I am down the street from Joe Biden's house. It is so exciting. We are doing some incredible work here and we look forward to sharing all that information and all of the footage with you very, very soon here in Delaware. Also, my wife's family happens to be from Delaware and we are meeting the great grandparents. They're 92 and 93 years old and they need to meet their great grandchildren. Of course, the lineage of the Johnson clan continues and it is wonderful to have the ability to raise up the next generation and to impart in them your values and to impart in them a reflection of the goodness that is inside of you and inside of your soul and the things that you believe and the wisdom that you have and to make sure that your kids Kids grow up and spring up like good little children and make you proud. Unlike Hunter Biden, which is our first story today, because Hunter Biden is indeed, as many children are, a reflection of either the successes or the failures of their parents. And if you chose to not raise your children or if you chose to impart into your children horrific Virtues, bad personality traits, crippling depression, anxiety, or just become a terrible human being because you yourself, Joe Biden, are a terrible human being. Well, then we just take a moment here to say RIP to Joe Biden's father of the year mug uh, or Father's Day presents this year because, yo, let me tell you what, he's not going to be getting anything for Father's Day because Hunter Biden probably won't be able to send any mail from the prison cell that he is in. What's happening here? What is the reality of what's going on here? And why is our favorite personality on, top, on Fox News calling Joe Biden a traitor and saying that Joe Biden needs to be uh, held court-martialed on treason charges? All of this happening over the last 24 hours. Let us begin with our first story here from the New York Post. We love reading to you from the New York Post. However, it is worth noting that this story first broke in the Washington Post. The Washington Post talking with federal agents saying Hunter Biden is done for. They have enough evidence and now it falls to a Trump 
to a to a Trump appointee actually to charge him. Ladies and gentlemen, this story continues apace. Here we go. Federal agents investigating Hunter Biden believe that they have for months had enough evidence to charge the first son with tax crimes, as well as for lying about his drug abuse so that he could buy a gun in a new report revealed Thursday. The final decision as to whether to bring the case against the 50-year-old son of the president will be made by Delaware attorney David Weiss, who was appointed by the uh, former president, Donald Trump. Sources say Hunter Biden has rejected a plea deal. So much like uh, the scriptures tell us, hubris and pride cometh before destruction. Hunter Biden had a plea deal set up with the federal agents. He pleads out, he pays a couple million bucks, and they walk away from this. Now, there is some gamesmanship here. There's some game theory going on uh, through the thoroughly corrupted Merrick Garland. We're going to touch on that in just a moment. But let's go ahead and have a listen to Hunter Biden's plea deal rejection and exactly how this is coming around to bite Hunter Biden in the ass. Again, we don't want to see any more photos of Hunter Biden's posterior. We know we need no more photos of Hunter Biden's body. We need no more photos of Hunter Biden's um, crack filled physique as he runs around with foreign uh, prostitutes provided to him by Vladimir Putin. We'll get there. Check out the clip. My source tells me that Hunter Biden rejected a pretty sweet plea deal. And they were going to have him plea, no prison time, a couple million dollars in fines, and he turned it down. That was a bad idea because now I'm hearing it's about $15 million in fines and they're throwing more felonies that he has to plea to. We're hearing about whistleblowers that are coming out in the FBI. We're hearing about possible more whistleblowers who know and have done business with the Biden family, possibly coming out publicly. When the Republicans take the House, who's it going to be? Jim Jordan. One of these guys is going to have the gavel and they're going to be calling associates of the Biden family to testify under oath on live television. They will be subpoenaing Treasury records that show these suspicious wire transfers from China and Russia and God knows where. They're not going to be able to stop that. CNN, MSNBC, they haven't seen this evidence, but you're going to have Tony B. You're going to have more people coming out under oath, answering questions. We are optimists on this channel. There's a lot of doomers out there, right? Harmeet Dillon was on Fox News last night. Harmeet Dillon, one of our favorite lawyers in the world, she was on Fox News last night being like, yeah, yeah, listen, man, like I I, I am uh, very bitter at this point and I don't think anything will unfortunately come of this. We are optimists. We believe uh, in two possible theories. So this is what's happening. Two possible theories. We've been an advocate for one theory. And then last night, uh, we had a couple of calls with Jack Posobiec, Charlie Kirk, and so on. And uh, they sort of it pushed us in the direction of a different theory. Here's what's Here are two possible solutions for what's going on. Unfortunately, none of them include the angels at the FBI or the DOJ. None of them include these guys actually wanting justice. All right. So here's theory number one, protect the Bidens. Theory number one is protect the Bidens. So bring these charges, plea them out, pay the fines, there's enough people who will pay Hunter Biden's fines and then get this done with, right? So get it swept under the rug so that the Bidens can simply be done with this millstone around their neck. They did this with Hillary Clinton. Remember when James Comey absolved Hillary Clinton of all of her crimes, right? Like a magic wand, like he was some type of like judicial uh, uh, deity and he just waved the wand and suddenly Hillary Clinton's crimes are gone. It's incredible how these people operate. The way that it works 
is that independent judiciaries and juries need to charge these people. But unfortunately, the charging has to go through the DOJ in this instance. It's federal crime. And so what they're going to do, Merrick Garland, who is the most broken, corrupted, evil attorney general. This guy is so corrupted. This is, by the way, going to be an uh, attorney, uh, Merrick Garland impeachment article. Obstruction of justice, without question. He is sitting there trying to protect the Bidens every single step of the way here. And we believe that this could be a protect the Bidens solution. You charge Hunter, you pay the crimes, you make it look like you have an independent judiciary. You make it look like Merrick Garland is independent. He is nothing of the sort. But then you get a chance to essentially like go through the midterms without this hanging around the Biden's necks anymore. And then Joe Biden can run again in 2024 without Hunter Biden. The Hunter Biden thing, he can just say, hey, this has been solved. My kid paid the penalty or my kid did the time or whatever. It's been solved. So that's one, one theory. The other theory, and this is the theory that we believe. The other theory is that this is the destroy the Biden's solution. That Joe Biden was never in charge. That Joe Biden has been a Muppet the entire time. And that Joe Biden is being run by a cabal of people who are WEF, World Economic Forum funded globalists, who are just using him as a useless, diseased Muppet. And he has uh, uh, utterly and completely uh, underperformed in a devastating manner in every conceivable possible way. And that these people are through with him and that they are casting him aside, and that this was the insurance policy. You see, the mafia will never do business with anyone unless they have leverage. These people are a cartel. They are a mafia. The leverage is, of course, Joe Biden's children. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to Pure Talk. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family, unlimited talk, text, and data, and plans from two gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing. Pure Talk's going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. And so the moment that Joe Biden lived out his usefulness, which was probably like 50 years ago, but the moment Joe Biden lived out his usefulness in this position or got the sense that he was supposed to run again in 2024, which is not part of the plan, they were going to come down like a like a rain, a holy hellfire on him and his family. And so suddenly he is no longer protected and the mob no longer protects him. And so they are going to utilize their leverage over him, which is, of course, the criminality. So that's what they are doing here. That's what we personally believe and that they're not going to stop. They're going to go scorched earth against him and they're going to go now after Joe Biden being a traitor and they're going to allow the Republicans who are often useful idiots in Congress, they're going to allow the Republicans to get away with some big investigations and oversight into the Bidens and not stop it or stonewall it. They're going to let the Bidens collapse 
And they're going to essentially say, well, Joe, you are uh, done. You keep telling people you're going to run in 2024. That's a big no-no. And we're going to spank you right in the PP for doing this by putting your kid and locking your kid up. We know the crimes that you have committed. We know what's in Ashley Biden's diary. We know what's in Hunter Biden's laptop. We know that you are a diseased derelict and that you are finished. And we're going to put all your kids in jail until you start complying and telling people you're not running again in 2024 so we can open up the way for uh, the Joker before he falls into a vat of acid, Gavin Newsom. That's what's happening here. That's what we personally believe. This is the leverage moment. Jesse Waters on Fox News saying if they continue to pull this thread, they will find out that Joe Biden is a traitor to America and that he deserves to be court-martialed and put into a, the Guantanamo Bay facility on the dark side of the moon watch. This is not a Hunter story. This is a Joe Biden story. The House of Cards could fall if they keep the pressure on. Think about this. If you follow the evidence to where this is going, Joe Biden's a traitor because Joe Biden was going to be the front man for China's Belt and Road Initiative. China's Belt and Road Initiative was the biggest challenge to United States supremacy we've ever had. This is their imperial commercial strategy to supplant the United States as the number one world power. They were paying the Biden family to be the face of that, the American face of the Chinese Belt and Road. And Biden was getting paid to do that. So he I have no I don't see how you can keep this under wraps for that much longer. And this might be the perfect excuse for the Democrats to say, hey, Joe, yeah. We don't want you to run anymore. Here's a good excuse why you're not going to. One of the things that they say um, on the Democratic side about Trump is it on the Mar-a-Lago raid is a no. We've been saying it for many, many months that this is going to be used as a mafia style lever. These are evil people. These are evil people. These are demonic people who are in control of the rotted edifice, the necrophilic corpse. These people are, are cultural necrophiliacs. They are utilizing the corpse of the Democratic Party. There is no longer a Democrat Party. There is simply a vestitude for corporate media and corporate interests inside of this dead husk that used to be a political movement. And they are simply using it in order to globalize America, in order to break down our patriotism. And they use families like the Bidens in order to sell out this country and sell you out. That is the purpose of the Bidens. They see the Bidens for what they are. And by the way, again, I am, we are doing this show remotely. I am in Rehoboth Beach right now. We are down the street from where Joe, we, we have some content. We're doing a documentary right now. We're doing actually three concurrent documentaries. We're very, very excited about the things that we have upcoming here for content on the show, but that requires us to get out of the studio and work. And so uh, we appreciate everyone tuning in in spite of the fact uh, that we are broadcasting here uh, from a room in an Airbnb. And so thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We do tell the truth on this show. Here are the details as it is written inside of the Washington Post, which broke the story. People familiar with the investigation report that the agents had determined months ago they've assembled enough viable criminal uh, evidence to charge Hunter Biden with multiple crimes. Bad news, not taking the plea deal, Hunter. Now they're throwing more charges at Hunter Biden. The newspaper reported that the investigation, which started by focusing on Hunter's overseas business dealings, revealed in a series of reports in the Washington Post, the fall of 2020 has shifted to whether the report uh, he reported all of his income from foreign transactions. Hunter Biden himself announced in December that his tax affairs were being investigated by federal authorities in Delaware and said that he is confident uh, professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I handled my affairs 
legally and appropriately. Wrong. False. Hunter Biden uh, is paying allegedly 15 to 17 million dollars owed to the government. And that's probably just scratching the surface. We know that he had uh, deals worth billions and that Joe Biden was getting 10 percent of those deals. We have to stop here and simply state if they are able to prove that Hunter Biden made this money from China, if they are able to then do just one more pull of the string, Tony Bobolinsky, ALX, let's get that Tony Bobolinsky uh, uh, clip loaded up about the Biden frauds. Let's get that loaded up. We need to play that clip. I don't think it's in the show uh, just yet, but let's play Let's play that clip that, that broke. Nothing happens by accident, okay? This this is too centrally planned. Tony Bomblowski on Tucker Carlson's show just two days ago detailing the crimes of the Bidens and detailing the amount of money that Joe Biden was getting from CEFC, the Chinese energy firm. Now, if they are able to prove, let's pull the thread one time, Hunter Biden lies on his taxes gets multi-millions, if not billions of dollars from overseas business dealings with America's enemies. Okay, that's one pull. Let's pull the string one more time. All you need is one more pull of the string. If you were able to prove that, that Joe Biden was profiting off of these deals, Tony Bobolinsky has the smoking guns, has the receipts, and says that Joe Biden is the big guy that was getting 10% stakes inside of these deals. And so Joe Biden is then getting state as a elected official, one of the top elected official, constitutionally, the number two most powerful elected official in the country when he was vice president is getting shares of Chinese energy companies in order to sell out America. That's traitor. That's traitor. You're he's a traitor. Okay. All it takes is two pulls of the, of the string and the entire sweater falls to pieces. That's what it takes. So this is what's at hand here. People are in panic in Washington, D.C. over this. Trust us. We have spent nothing. We have spent nothing but the last 24 straight hours on phone calls with various members uh, of the Trump orbit and of the former law enforcement orbit uh, at the DOJ that we trust. Yo, this is uh, not good. This is a very, very bad thing for the Bidens. And this could lead exactly where you think it will lead. Joe Biden being a traitor. Jesse Waters saying that last night. Here's what Tony Bobolinsky said on Tucker Carlson's show, just in case you need a little bit of validation for exactly what's about to happen to Joe Biden. Here is Joe Biden's business partner saying, uh, hey, by the way, Joe Biden committed fraud. Joe Biden committed fraud against the American people uh, by profiting off of his office with foreign interests from the Nazi party of the current era. The Nazi party of the current era is the hegemony communist Chinese party ethnostate. The Sinohawk Holdings Agreement, except it's got a different company name. Yeah. What is this? So, um, interesting. So that document is exactly the same document as Sinohawk Holdings LLC. Uh, and it appears that Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, and the Biden family literally copied the same document down to typos, as you said, the serial number, and they removed... Oneida Holdings, which was the Delaware LLC that represented Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, myself, Rob Walker and James Gillier. And uh, Hunter and his lawyer, George Mazeers, replaced it with Owasco, which was Hunter Biden's um, uh, law firm or uh, business that he operated. So he effectively swapped out uh, an entity that he owned 20 percent of to a business that he owned 100 percent of, um, which is fraud which is fraud. Fraud to benefit, as we were saying, 
the Nazi party of our current era, which is the Communist Chinese Party. They are an ethnostate. They do not, they believe in the, their racial superiority. They, there are clips of them saying, I mean, you, you just have to like go back and look. We cover a lot of data on this show. So when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is 0% chance of us voting for a Democrat in November, and there's 0% chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially, in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero, and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans, like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move, and... We got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. They are evil. They are committing crimes against humanity. They run concentration camps. They are a closed society. They have no freedom of speech, so on and so forth. They are fascistic in that the government owns and operates all businesses and that they can shut down, uh, you know, the idea of public, the, the, the idea of free speech social networking, the ability to just like buy and trade. It's all a functionary of the party. So these are the kind of people that Joe Biden is going out and making cash from. Traitor. He's a traitor to our nation. He's a traitor to our nation. And But you already knew that, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. According to Politico report last year, uh, 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 Hunter Biden lied on his federal NICS form for a firearm. Now, this is the next charge that they're going to, okay? So Hunter Biden not paying his taxes, charge number one. Maybe maybe seven charges bundled up in that. There's probably an endless number of uh, federal crimes that, the, that Hunter Biden committed in his overseas business dealings. Jumping to the next charge. That happened, again, just down the street from where I am right now. Hunter Biden bought a gun when he was addicted to crack. The first thing, the first box that you have to tick when you buy a gun, and I bought a lot of them since moving to Florida, is I am not addicted to crack. Essentially saying that I am not addicted to any substance. When you lie on that form, provably, then that is a federal crime, of course, and then you go to federal prison, of course. And that's exactly what Joe Biden wants in his gun crime bills, right? So if Joe Biden so concerned about gun crime, if Joe Biden wants to prove how concerned he is about gun crime, why, why don't you go throw Hunter Biden in jail? Here you go. Here's your own federal government saying that Hunter Biden's a gun criminal. How many times does Joe Biden yell in some slurry, slobbery, spittle, jumping out of his mouth, dementia-adled rage about gun crime in America? Here his son is a gun criminal, according to Politico. A copy of the October 12th, 20, uh, 2018 gun transaction form subsequently revealed that Hunter had answered no to the question of, are you an unlawful user or addicted to marijuana, antidepressant, stimulants, narcotic drug, or any controlled substance? Hunter had been discharged from the Navy Reserve five years earlier for testing positive for cocaine and admitting in his own memoir that he was addicted to crack at the time he bought the gun. 
Lying on a federal gun purchase form is a felony. Rapper Kodak Black was sentenced to three years in federal prison in Florida in 2019 for falsifying information on federal forms to buy guns in a Miami store. Excuse me. In written statements to the Washington Post on Thursday, Hunter Biden's attorney, Chris Clark, accused the investigators of leaking information of an ongoing grand jury investigation. <laughs> Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss will make the final decision on whether to bring the case against Biden. David Weiss is a Trump appointee and, in fact, was the only a Trump appointee that was allowed to continue in his role due to his investigation into Hunter Biden. So here we go. It is a federal felony for a federal agent to leak information about a grand jury investigation, such as this one, Clark said. This is, this is Hunter Biden's attorney. So they're very upset about, about federal agents leaking information uh, when it has to do with Hunter Biden. But, but, but I mean, hey, listen, it, we might as well have uh, the Titanic, might as well be the, the inside hull of the Titanic when it comes to the Mar-a-Lago raid and federal agents leaking information and the corporate media gobbling it up like Tic Tacs. Mark Levin has a very special theory on this, and we think that this is utterly fascinating. Mark Levin, of course, our favorite legal expert uh, as it pertains to these kind of questions. Mark Levin was the chief of staff for the attorney general under Ronald Reagan. He knows his stuff, unlike many people who simply pontificate about this. We, on the other hand, call our favorite experts to get information, then we relay that information to you because some of these experts don't want to talk on the record and some of them uh, don't have the platform. But ladies and gentlemen, Mark Levin has the platform and the incredible record. Listen to what Mark has to say. And my theory is this is old news. They could have indicted uh, Hunter a long time ago. They're protecting Joe, of course because they're not getting into any of the Bobolinsky laptop information, which is ripe for the taking. Joe Biden is a Manchurian putative president. In my view, he's bought and paid for, not just by the uh, communist regime, but others. That said, I'll tell you what I think is going on here. This leak is numerous sources. For some reason, they mentioned Donald Trump twice, was absolutely nothing to do with this matter. I think what they're trying to do is lay a predicate lay a foundation, not a legal predicate, but a foundation for the American people and particularly conservatives that go on, well, why don't they indict him? Why don't they indict Hunter? It's black and white. They've got the goods on him. So then we can have people say, okay, fine. And then we have Merrick Garland say, you see, I believe in equality under the law. So we did X, Y, Z to Hunter Biden, and now we're doing X, Y, Z to Donald Trump. I think this is a complete setup. I think uh, Hunter Biden is small potatoes. I think they're protecting Joe Biden, who obviously is more important. He's the president of the United States, and they have absolutely no interest in him. And by the way, neither do the media. They keep writing books about Donald Trump, like Maggie Haberman and others. Who cares? So Mark Levin saying this, if they do not use Tony Bobolinsky, and you remember Tony Bobolinsky, of course, in that bombshell moment before the 2020 debates, he held up his cell phones. And he said, these are the cell phones that I committed crimes. Well, that I have the evidence of crimes committed by the Biden crime family. Tony Bobolinsky holding up his phone saying, I'm bringing these to the FBI. That FBI agent, his name was Timothy Tybalt. Timothy Tybalt was kicked out on his ass by the FBI for the mishandling of this investigation. Probably in order to cover up. Uh, because they know exactly what's coming in November. They know that Republicans will gain the gavels and that they will immediately begin to subpoena and investigate. In fact, they've already started to send preservation requests about their potential investigations and where they're going to go with this. And a lot of them went to the FBI as it concerns Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family. They are trying to cover their tracks here. That's what's happening. 
This is the goal. And Mark Levin saying the litmus test here is going to be Bob Walensky. Do they call him in? Do they let this man who has all the smoking gun evidence testify against the Bidens? If they do not, well, then this is simply a cover up. So that is ultimately the question. That remains the question here, ladies and gentlemen. What will they allow? What will they let in? If Tony Bobulinski is brought to bear, and if his evidence is brought to bear, and if his testimony against the Bidens is brought to bear, then they, then, then somebody up the chain thinks that this is a serious matter and really actually wants to get to the core of the issue here. If they allow Tony Bobulinski to continue to just go on Tucker Carlson and to drop bombshells against the Bidens, but then do nothing with those bombshells. Tony Bobulinski had a seven-hour interview with the FBI, according to Bobulinski with Timothy Tybalt, the guy who has now been accused multiple times credibly of uh, essentially suppressing this entire story. If they do not use this evidence, then they, you know that it is not a legitimate investigation, okay? That is the litmus test there. Mark Levin essentially saying as much and also sort of parroting the idea that this is uh, a, a, an opportunity to put pressure on Joe Biden, that Joe Biden is just a parasite, that Joe Biden is a Manchurian candidate, that Joe Biden doesn't ha doesn't have any operational uh, brainstem, uh, and that he this is some simply being brought to bear against him because he has outlived his usefulness. That is what we personally believe. There are some that believe that this is actually to protect Biden and to keep him going, and we'll see how it plays out. But that is the information we will see. We are living in biblical times. I don't expect these charges to be brought before the midterm election. Maybe I'll be wrong. But they try and the FBI, uh, you know, has a rule that says you're not supposed to bring between 90 days in an election. You're not supposed to bring uh, charges against somebody. And then they 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 that's why they did the announcement about Hillary Clinton's email 90 days before the election. And it's actually why the Mar-a-Lago raid information broke 90 days exactly before the midterm elections. So they try and like get all of their dirty work done within this like little window. And then they're like, oh, we didn't we didn't rig any elections. We didn't influence any elections. There you go. This is also, of course, why when James Comey had to reopen the investigation into Hillary Clinton like a week before the election, that, that was seen as such a incredible scandal and why Hillary Clinton went around for years blaming James Comey uh, until he went to enough spirit cooking dinners with her uh, or, you know, worshipped Moolock enough uh, in order to win himself back into the good graces of Hillary Clinton. But Hillary Clinton blamed James Comey for this because she opened up the investigation. I don't expect them to do anything to Hunter Biden before the midterms because they have this they have this little unwritten rule that they wouldn't do that. But we will see. Speaking of people with functional brain stems, certainly not Joe Biden, but definitely Kanye West. Kanye West was on Tucker Carlson's show last night dropping nuclear atomic weaponized red pills on the audience. It is incredible to see the ascendancy of Kanye West, uh, without question, the most powerful celebrity uh, in, in, culturally and influentially uh, in America right now. It is impossible to deny. Kanye West going on Tucker Carlson's show last night, being so incredibly based, answering questions that we've had on this show, and we've talked about for three days in a row, his White Lives Matter shirt at the Paris Fashion Show. Kanye West went on to parrot exactly what we said. Now, we haven't heard Kanye West speak out about White Lives Matter yet. He was asked this question point blank by Tucker Carlson. We said on this program, it is because all lives matter and because it's true 
because God actually creates people and because their lives matter regardless of the coloration of their skin and the amount of melanin and the and how close they live to the equator, which is actually what determines your skin color. So this is a perfect answer from Kanye West. It inspires us. We were so thrilled. It was the most important interview we've ever seen broadcast on TV. Tucker Carlson, Kanye West, the cultural impact is incredible. And this answer, way to go. Take it away. So you said um, that your father said when he saw the shirt, White Lives Matter, it's great to see a black man stating the obvious. So by which I think you meant that's obviously true. Yeah, that my favorite response, because I kept on thinking like, you know, people, they're looking for a explanation and people say well as an artist you don't have to give an explanation but as a leader you do yes i think that's right so the answer to why i wrote white lives matter on a shirt is because they do it's the obvious thing yeah why why do you think that's so and and I assume the implication is, of course, all lives matter because they're lives, because God created them. Yeah. Why do you think that that would be considered controversial? Because the same people that have stripped us of our identity and labeled us as a as a color have told us what it means to be black and the vernacular that we're supposed to have. Oh, man. Oh, man. It keeps getting better from there. But let's take a moment and pause and talk about what Kanye West said. I wore a shirt that says white lives matter because white lives do matter. Tucker Carlson says because God created lives. And Kanye West says yes, because all lives matter. And Tucker Carlson nods along. And then Kanye West goes a step further, which is, of course, why they need to silence Kanye West, which is why they're not allowed. You're not allowed to like Kanye West anymore. This is why he's the most dangerous man in the world right now, because he has 30, 40 million followers across social media. He has been given the cultural platform. His raw talent got him fame and wealth. And now he is using that wealth to deconstruct the matrix, to break the matrix. They define us as a color. We didn't want to define ourselves. They defined us as black. And now they tell you what you can and cannot be as a black person. They made the labels and now they make the brain function and the social function and the programming. This is incredible. What Kanye West is talking about. The programming is broken by Kanye West's Christianity. He talks about his relationship with God here and it's very powerful. Check it out. I had uh, uh, someone call me last night and said anybody wearing a White Lives Matter shirt is going to be greenlit. And that means that they're going to beat them up if they wear it. And I'm like, you know, okay, green light me then. (laughs) You know, you know, God builds warriors in a different way. I don't know if it's because of me being born in Atlanta and growing up on the south side of Chicago that, you know, he made me for such a such a time like this. It's like with David. You know, he tended to the sheep, but while he was out there, he had to fight all kinds of animals. So when it was time for Goliath to come, he thought because he was a sheep herder that he didn't have the skill set to take down Goliath. And the thing that I have is the position. I have my heart. But the number one thing is we have God on our side. 
And for the people, even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. Kanye West uh, comparing himself to David in the David and Goliath story and not through hubris, I believe, because Kanye West has been through many, many battles. Kanye West, not a perfect person. God doesn't call us to be perfect people. God calls us to share our faith and to learn from his wisdom. Kanye West is doing precisely that. This is why we talk about faith in this program so very much, but we also happen to like, I don't know, curse and describe powerful people in colorful ways. What do you, what can you say? We don't pretend to be perfect people. We're not called to be perfect people. We're called to know the truth and to share the truth with those around us. And it is incredible how when you start to get just the basic truths squared and centered in your life, how much the demonic and satanic energy of the corporate media and of the vertically integrated cultural forces that are pushed upon us, those just wash away. They just, they just turn to ash. When you get like a simple bedrock, like for instance, all lives matter. When you start to see that there is an entire agenda, there's an entire operation that is set up to try and dehumanize. Now, that doesn't matter if it's slavery, because they've always been dehumanizing. Is it slavery or is it abortion? It's the same thing. It's the dehumanization of people and the targeting of specific races, if you want to go a little bit deeper, which Kanye West does when asked about a pro-life insignia that he was wearing. Kanye West was wearing uh, an ultrasound during this interview, an image of an ultrasound. And Tucker Carlson asked to begin the interview, why are you wearing an ultrasound? Kanye West's response to this is absolutely everything. Check it out. The lanyard's still on from it, and there's a photograph on it. What is that? It's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound. Why is that? And that you designed that? Yes. Why? What does that mean? Uh, it just represents life and pro-life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What what kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen, I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. That 50% of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one and that's God. I perform for an audience one, and that is God. And Kanye West sitting there utilizing the statistics clearly given to him by Candace Owens because Kanye was hanging out with Candace. Kanye has been a friend of Candace for a very long time, way back in the day. The original photos of Candace and Kanye and Charlie Kirk was there as well. All good people and all cultural warriors. It is incredible. The red pill, black pill moments of Kanye West in this interview, spitting out statistics that they do not want you to know, which is that the birth rates for black people in New York are plummeting due to abortion and due to the abortion industry. And that the abortion industry does target minority populations because of where they set up Planned Parenthoods. You can just go and check and see exactly where the Planned Parenthoods exist. They exist in my old neighborhood in Washington, D.C., which was almost exclusively black. It is pernicious. It is evil. It is malevolent. It is satanic. It is demonic. There is no other way to state it. And according to the unofficial statistics, there have been something like 30 million black babies that have been aborted through Planned Parenthood. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Kanye West, dead on with these statistics. 
and dead on with their assumption that there is an industry out there which has always existed that is there to torment black people and is there to harm this population. And Kanye West is just awake to it. It is incredible. This again goes all the way back to slavery in the principles of itself. The principles of slavery exist today, which is the dehumanization of human life. Now we believe that it's also happening on the border. We believe that it's happening with all human life, whether it is white life or brown life or whatever. We don't classify life that way, but all human life, because these people are sadists, they believe that there's too many human beings in the world. They view human beings as a cancer, not as God's special creation to be protected. And they want to do away with human life. And they, they straight up say, they straight up say that that depopulation is the goal. So let's just call it what it is. These people are hedonist, they are satanic, and Kanye West sees them for what they are. Kanye West sees it from inside the belly of the beast. They want you to live a shorter, more unhappy life. They want you to be pliable. They want you to be doughy. They want you to be unhealthy. And Kanye West speaks to this uh, uh, sick tactic of making an unhealthy population that is controllable uh, by talking about his friend Lizzo and what happens when Lizzo announces that she's losing weight, how they try and push and harm her. It's really incredible checking out this clip. Uh, Take it away, Kanye. When Lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces it, the bots, uh, that's a term for... uh, People like it's like telemarketer call callers like on Instagram, they attack her for losing weight because the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is the new goal when it's actually unhealthy. Let's get aside the fact of whether it's fashion and vogue, which is not. Let's let's just or if someone thinks is attractive to each his own. It's actually clinically unhealthy and for people to to promote that um it's a it's demonic you know what can i ask i've noticed this also yeah why do you think they would want to promote unhealthiness among the population it's a genocide of the black race they want to kill us in any way they can based b a S E D based Kanye West is based. He understands that active, healthy, vibrant families that protect each other, that live healthy lifestyles and have good friendships and proper relationships that have healthy marriages or healthy relationships with their children, that these are the kind of people that cannot be controlled, that free thinkers and free association is exactly how you get the greatest revolutions in mankind against authoritarianism, which is always the atrophied nature of man to try and control another man. This has been happening since the beginning of time. There are elements and vectors of control for Kanye West. Did you know that one of them is the Clintons? That's right. Kanye West went into how there was a pressure campaign driven by Hillary Clinton herself and her orbit to try and push vaccine mandates through Kanye West onto the population. In case you were wondering if all of the things that you thought about the intense pressure campaign to make you accept or force upon you medicine that you may not have wanted or may not have needed, and if you thought that there were evil people behind this, 
pressure campaign, you were right. And Kanye West exposes it all here. It was wild that I didn't know how close my own wife was to the Clintons. I didn't know, you know, I, I, I didn't realize it at the time. That you were married to her. And well, I was married to her. How close was she to the Clintons? I mean, cell phone away, like, or, hey, tell Ye to say this away, or, hey, go out and use your platform to push uh, the vaccination. There we go. There it is. Kanye West saying straight up, this is coming from the Clinton Global Initiative, tied in with the World Economic Forum, tied in with the globalists who want to control the entire planet, the globalists that are out to crush your civil liberties, your human rights, because it is your human right what you put into your body. It is your human right what therapeutic or medicine or treatment or what you want to take. Your bodily autonomy is your human right. And so in case you're wondering if the erosion of your bodily autonomy and your human rights directly from Kanye, and in case you're saying, oh, but Benny, but he also said about abortion, I use the clucking noise because that's what I hear when I watch The View every day. When when you watch The View, that's all you can hear. A lot of clucking, okay? In case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, if there is some type of... You catch 22 here. Ah, got it. Bodily autonomy, but you're pro-life. Ha. The answer is no. I'm 100% in favor of bodily autonomy, starting with your DNA. You see, when you have a child from the instant of conception, that child has a different DNA and a different body than yours. It is merely in your body for a short, extremely short in the distance of time, period of time, and it uses that to nurture and grow, but it ain't your body. The feed, the, the child itself, the child, sorry, fetus, wrong language there. The child itself is never yours. It's a totally unique DNA and a totally unique person. If scientifically they were to go and do tests and they do do this, you are able to determine where the baby starts and where your body starts through the all the way down to the very molecules, the molecular makeup, the DNA strand, the, the, the structure of the cells themselves, where your body ends and where your baby's body starts. So yes, I am for bodily autonomy, including the bodies of unborn children and my unborn children who were children when I saw their first little beeping dot on the sonograms. My child was just a teeny little heartbeat. Stacey Abrams, the sick monster running for governor in Georgia. Please, people of Georgia watching this in Georgia, do not allow this witch to become governor. Saying that that's not a heartbeat, that my child's heartbeat wasn't a heartbeat. In case you wonder, if Satan lives in this world, baby, there it is. Stacey Abrams, the sunken place. Incredible. No. From the moment I saw that little heartbeat, that was a child. That was a unique and individual person. And Kanye West is saying exactly that, that he is in favor of bodily autonomy. He is intellectually consistent and morally consistent in saying that, and that he is also against genocide. The same thing. Human decency, bodily autonomy, and human nature, living and being allowed 
to thrive. That is what Kanye West is for. God bless Kanye West. This is the bravest thing I've ever seen culturally happen. The bravest thing. I've never seen anyone braver come out and say uh, and comment like this. And nobody stands more to lose. There are a lot of people who don't have the types of career. There are, there are conservatives in Hollywood. There are conservatives in music. But they don't have the platform that Kanye had. Kanye is a superstar. Kanye is an Elvis or Beatles level superstar. He is world renowned. He is, wor- he is known across the world. He has platinum plaques for miles through his house and through his music. He is an icon. And so it, it is different. In me, it has different weight when he goes on Tucker's show. God bless Kanye West. Greatest, perhaps greatest cultural influencer of my time, of my era, living here on this earth. I'm 36 years old. I'm 36 years old, and so I've never actually seen in America, you'd have to go back to this Cuban Missile Crisis, where a, a president openly talks about nuclear Armageddon for our country because most of our presidents haven't needed a nuclear Armageddon to scare the ever-loving ish out of people into voting for him. But here we go. In case you're wondering how bad things are going for Joe Biden, Joe Biden promising nuclear Armageddon. Here we go. Joe Biden, according to the uh, according to FoxNews.com, President Biden says the possibility of Armageddon in Democratic fundraiser speech is increasing. Nuclear Armageddon. President Biden said in an address to Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee on Thursday night that the country, under his leadership, is as close to Armageddon as it has ever been since the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1960. Biden was speaking at a fundraiser in New York. Biden addressed Russian President Vladimir Putin threatening to use nuclear weapons. Putin was not joking when he talked about sacking the pushing biological position. That's why we need to bring true international pressure, Cuban Missile Crisis. This is so, so this is Joe Biden. This is the desperation. Joe Biden comparing himself to John F. Kennedy. Uh, here's the news. Play the clip. The threat of nuclear war, a comment from President Biden reacting to threats from Russia's president on the use of so-called tactical nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Mr. Biden said he does not think that Vladimir Putin is joking. Comments came last night at a fundraiser in New York where Mr. Biden said we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. He added, I don't think there is any such thing as the ability to use a tactical nuclear weapon and not end up with Armageddon. This comes at a time when Ukraine's army appears to be weakening Russia's military position, and that's generating fears about what exactly the Russian leader will do to win the war that he started in February. So here we have Joe Biden openly admitting what a failure his presidency has been. How is this, how is this a success? How exactly is this a success? That we are closer to nuclear Armageddon? That, that, is that your message? You're going to slap that on a bumper sticker? Hope, change, I'm with her, we're closer to nuclear Armageddon. That's, that, that, those, are the last, those are the last presidential uh, messages for the Democrat Party. This is why we say the Democrat Party is dead, You're, you, that, that, that it is simply uh, uh, cultural necrophiliacs that are using the, uh, the, the rotted husk of that party in order to try and bring destruction on all of us. That is the goal here. They are simply using one of two political parties in order to destroy the United States of America, in order to destroy this incredibly prosperous and great world that had actually been created by our forefathers. You had never seen poverty levels lower. You've never seen world hunger level lo- levels lower. You've never seen more human flourishing than in the last 30 years. That is because the ideas 
that were put forth by our founders in this country began to spawn anew all around the world. And now they're out to destroy it because you can't control people like that. They must have control at all times. They must be complete control. They're megalomaniacs. They're sick. And they utilize emergencies to control people. This is what they've always done. And this is what they're going to try and do with nuclear Armageddon. The White House official said that Biden administration has communicated directly with a Russian official about what kind of response nuclear weapons would bring. While officials have said they aren't going to share publicly what the U.S. response would look like, they said it would be catastrophic. I don't think there's any such thing as the ability to easily use a tactical nuclear weapon and not end up in Armageddon. Biden said in a Thursday evening speech. So way to go. This is the Biden midterm messaging. We're 30 days out from the midterms. We're like 32 days out from the midterms. The nuclear, the messaging is, I have brought you nuclear Armageddon. I've also brought you Armageddon in your gas prices. I brought you Armageddon uh, in your currency. I brought you Armageddon in your 401k. Vote for me. I'm Joe Biden. I brought you Armageddon with our strategic oil reserves. I brought you Armageddon by blowing up the Keystone XL pipeline. And maybe Nord Stream 1 and 2. Who knows? Just throw a couple more pipelines on there. And I've also brought you nuclear Armageddon on the American border where I have destroyed Donald Trump's wall. Blake Masters went hard at uh, uh, human mannequin inside of like um, inside of like the Epcot Center ride. Mark Kelly, who it just just really truly does look like an animatronic, like an animatronic, like like astronaut turned politician, fake astronaut turned politician. Uh, Mark Kelly got completely BTFO'd and curb stomped last night by Blake Masters, who is now leading in multiple polls. Blake Masters, uh, just absolute destruction of Mark Kelly, uh, the NPC Arizona senator um, who is in his office via dubious, by a very, very dubious means uh, and is leaving our southern border wide open, according to Blake Masters. Take it away. The people of Arizona know that those 87,000 IRS agents that you're sicking on them, they're not just going after billionaires. They're not just going after big business. They're going to be auditing you. They're going to be auditing your small businesses this time next year. Senator Kelly voted for 87,000 new IRS agents in the Inflation Reduction Act. But to do that, first he had to reject. There was an amendment. He rejected hiring 18,000 more Border Patrol agents. Mark Kelly said no to 18,000 more Border Patrol agents, but yes to 87,000 new IRS agents. That shows you what his priorities are. Mark Kelly left our southern border wide open, voted for all the trillions in spending that caused this massive inflation, and he thinks the fix is 87,000 new IRS agents. Something Mark, tells me that's not going to work I out. I want to get Mark... What are you supposed to tell to people that can't afford gasoline, that can't afford their mortgages anymore, that can't afford to buy a house because the interest rates are 8%? What are you going to tell those people when the IRS comes knocking at their door and you're the one who funded 87,000 new IRS agents? How are you going to, how are you going to sell that to people? How are you going to sell that to a working class Latino in Arizona? You ain't going to do it. It ain't going to work out. It's not going to work out the way you think. This isn't going to work out the way you think. It's going to be bad. And you are seeing the bruisings. That's why so many of these Democrats refuse to debate. They're refusing to debate because of the ass whooping that happened to Mark Kelly last night. Blake Masters, who is super based, worked for Peter Thiel, super based shame, a, a pox on Mitch McConnell's house. Mitch McConnell and the corporate uh, Republicans refuse to spend money in Arizona, uh, probably because they're complicit and or bought off by Chinese party interests. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Looking at you, Mitch McConnell. Man, we are so anti-McConnell on this channel. This is like the anti-McConnell like distillation channel. This guy is, put him out to pasture, 
like put like just put him out to pasture. Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, horse farms uh, in Kentucky where he's from. Like just create a little gazebo where uh, he, as a tortoise, can just munch on lettuce for the rest of his days. Okay, like Mitch McConnell needs to be finished uh, in his position. No more leadership jobs for him. He has turned his back and backstabbed Blake Masters, but that didn't stop Blake Masters. Mitch McConnell, of course, has all this money and he refuses to spend a penny of it on saving Arizona, which is a state that houses some of our favorite people on this channel. Charlie Kirk, the whole Turning Point crew is majority based out of Arizona. There's a lot of incredible people in Arizona. Carrie Lake, a lot of her staffers. We love the state of Arizona. We're there often. God bless Arizona. Be a free state and save yourselves by electing Blake Masters to the Senate. And based comments like this, literally telling Mark Kelly to his NPC uh, animatronic astronaut face to resign. Check it out. I've been focused on the border since day one on this job. I'm down there all the time. I was on the phone this week just, you know, with Mayor Nichols of Yuma, Sheriff Daniels of Cochise County, talking about what more we need for Border Patrol and immigration. That, my friends, we're is working, called invasion. We're, we're, we're working to raise Border Patrol pay by 18 percent. I've got legislation to do that. I've been focused on the border since day one. Okay, I, you know, we have no great effect because we have a wide open southern border. So if that's the best you it, can do, I respectfully request you resign been, and let's get someone in the seat who will actually secure our border. Boom goes the dynamite. Boom shakalaka. Democrat senator from Arizona voted against a measure that would have prohibited the Internal Revenue Service from hiring any new agents until the U.S. Border Patrol doubles its forces. Kelly has also voted to end Title 42, which allows the government to suspend the entry of immigrants for public safety reasons. In May of 2021, Kelly voted against border security and again voted against the amendment that would have prohibited the Biden administration from canceling the border wall contract and the funds already been appropriated. Kelly similarly voted against the border security in August. Mark Kelly is a nightmare. He's a rubber stamp for Joe Biden. He got clowned on the debate stage last night and he was told to resign and we hope that he does. Blake Masters is incredible. We are a fan of Blake. He's a friend of the program. He's come on the show a couple of times. We love Blake Masters. We know his team very, very closely. Blake Masters for Senate, totally based, complete penny endorsement. If you're in Arizona, go vote for Blake Masters. Blake Masters up. One point in the um, polls from this morning that do not take into account the debate last night and Carrie Lake up by five points. Ah, guys, it's new Good News Friday, so there's your good news. Carrie Lake is up by five points. She is clowning Katie Hobbs, who refuses to debate because she would just get absolutely cleaned. Her clock cleaned by Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake knows that Katie Hobbs is a convicted racist. Katie Hobbs in her office had to pay millions of dollars from the people of Arizona, by the way, because Katie Hobbs didn't pay that. It's the people of Arizona to a black employee who was being treated racistly by Katie Hobbs and her staff. And the black employee ended up winning in court and Katie Hobbs had to pay multi-millions of dollars. That's not the biggest national news story that a convicted racist is running as a Democrat. Why is that? Why let me let me ponder? <laughs> Somebody who did resign yesterday, actually, and took our advice is anti-Trump impeachment voter Ben Sass from Nebraska, who has been a who has been LARPing live-action role-playing a Republican from the state of Nebraska. Finally, decided to do uh, what's best for his state and what's honest and retreat to academia where he gets to go down to uh, uh, apparently the University of Florida in Gainesville 
in order to act as the president of that university. That's where Ben Sass always wanted to be. He always wanted to be inside of the the little like Ivy. He's fr- he he went to Harvard. I think he went to the Ivy Leagues. He always wanted to be the, like the warm glow of academia and the slush funds of uh, permanent f- uh, government funding. Uh, uh, that's what Ben Sass always wanted. Ben Sass now finally gets to get that by resigning his role as a Republican senator from Nebraska, and hopefully now a real Republican and a real conservative from Nebraska uh, will be appointed by the governor, Ben Sass, leaving the Senate, I think effective, like immediately he resigned on Thursday morning. Uh, here's the breaking news. Take it away. Turning now to some breaking news from Capitol Hill, NBC News has confirmed Republican Senator from Nebraska Ben Sass is expected to resign his Senate seat to become the next president of the University of Florida. Senator Sass has been an occasional critic of former President Trump and voted to convict him in last year's impeachment trial. He's the sole finalist for the University of Florida position and is expected to accept the offer by the end of the year. Okay, there you go. Ben Sass, out of here. Ben Sass out of here. I've done actually some, I like, I've done some work with Ben Sass. We did like some stuff back way back in the day when he was like originally, when he j- first got to the Senate. Um, is Ben Sass a bad person? Uh, I don't like the fact, did he, did he vote for the impeachment? I think he's just anti-Trump. I don't think he, I don't think he actually voted for the impeachment. He voted for a capital security in response to January 6th attack. Um, and the growth of the Afghanistan program, he uh, creating the January 6th commission, uh, voted, he did vote for impeachment. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen, he did vote for the, uh, vote for impeachment of Donald Trump on one count. Uh, um, and so that's enough for me. Listen, if you vote for impeachment, what does this mean? This means you're a useful idiot. This means that you're a cog in the machine and that you are listening to all the wrong sources. The problem with all these guys is that they don't tune into this show. They don't tune, They don't go to Breitbart, Gateway Pundit. They don't go and watch. They even like read like the Daily Wire, the Daily Call. They don't read any of our, they don't live inside of our ecosystem. They live inside of the ecosystem of the left. And that is Ben, ben Sass's ultimate flaw. He wanted to be loved by the left. And so they read the Washington Post, they read the New York Times, they read Twitter, and they think that's real life. It ain't real life. This is real life. And the followers of this program and the, this channel. And if you want, wish to support us, please like and subscribe to our podcast. Please like and subscribe and share this content. Be the notification. We have seen a major drop off in like notification pushes for our program because, well, oh, let's see here. It's 30 days from the midterms. Gotta dial it all down, okay? So help us break through the censorship and like our content, subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our channels, and share this video. And we thank you. God bless you. It's a free way that you can help us. So Ben Sass is out of there, along with a bunch of Twitter employees who are now jumping ship from Twitter. New York Times Twitter employees jumping ship over anticipation of Musk. Take over, ladies and gentlemen, so special, Elon Musk, that probably the best story from this week, aside from Hunter Biden, uh, probably getting charged with crimes, is Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter. Virtually every Twitter employee I've spoken to over the last six months told me that they will plan to leave if Mr. Musk takes over, according to Tom Guerra on Twitter. Uh, the New York Times Predictions for Elon Musk. Elon is going to clean house, starting with firing Twitter's chief executive, Parag Agarwal. 
A juicy set of text messages between Musk and his friends and business associates emerged last week as part of a legal battle. Uh, in them, Musk made clear that he was unhappy with Twitter's current leadership, in particular Parag Agarwal, the chief executive who took over last year from Dat Jack Dorsey. The employees will revolt, according to the New York Times, and they will leave, especially if Donald Trump is returned to Twitter, which we will tell you Donald Trump will go back to Twitter. Hear me now. Donald Trump will not give up 88 million followers. He will go back to Twitter. He loves Twitter. We know many people on Donald Trump's digital team. We think that he will go back to Twitter. Now, they've said publicly that they won't go back to Twitter, but we think that when Elon Musk takes over, uh, Elon Musk will be able to coax them back to Twitter, and Donald Trump will also continue on Truth Social just in case. That's what we think. That's that's our prediction. Uh, let us know if you think that we're wrong. Uh, Kidder, Twitter will go on under a Elon Musk leadership to kill unpopular features and to go after bots and introduce new subscription products. Uh, Elon Musk said that this will be the first step in taking in, in making the X app, which is an app that controls everything. Tesla, if you own a Tesla, you already have an app that pretty much controls your car and like where it goes and can like drive the car for you. And Elon Musk is unveiling robots and things like that. And a lot of people, Elon Musk has a lot of haters. He has a lot of lovers. We are in between. There's no such thing as a perfect person. We are not perfect people. Elon Musk does some things that we totally agree with. Most of the time, we actually tend to agree with Elon Musk. He does some stuff that scares the ever-loving ish out of us, uh, like his AI development and so on and so forth. And so what can you say? He's the Tony Stark of our day. Uh, he's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but we think on the whole, he is pushing the right agenda, which is the agenda of freedom for people. That's what he wants to bring to Twitter. He wants to bring Donald Trump back. Elon Musk has said this. And what a world. The reason why we're excited about this news is because we are on Twitter. We have 825,000 uh, uh, 800, uh, 825, 825, followers. <laughs> it's been a long week. 825,000 followers on Twitter. We encourage you to go over to BennyJohnson.com and follow us, our incredible team that keeps that populated and keeps this show going. Danny DeUrbina, please follow him as well on Twitter and demand that ALX get brought back to Twitter, the executive producer of this program. Uh, Danny and ALX, follow Danny DeUrbina on Twitter.com and then demand that they liberate ALX who was kicked off Twitter back in the day. These scumbag Marxists, they went and got ALX. ALX did nothing wrong. Bring back ALX. That's what we say. He is the executive producer of this program in our Newsmax show, and we love us some ALX. For the meantime, until Elon takes over and brings him back, maybe ALX will become, he better not get the offer to become the new vice president of Twitter, but maybe that'll happen. Who knows? That would be some sweet, sweet justice. We we would almost have be, find it impossible to argue with him if Elon Musk said, hey, you can be the vice president of Twitter. ALX, come on over. We would find it impossible to argue. I, I, what can you, What can we say? What can you say? In a situation like that. ALX is a very, very deserving. You can follow him. Uh, he was banned from Twitter for zero reason, just like many incredible creators. Uh, go follow him on Getter and on Truth Social uh, and on Instagram. You can find him at ALX. So ladies and gentlemen, that is our shows for the week. We have some exciting content to bring to you. We are completing multiple documentaries. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out, we are fighting, and we are fighting because of you, because we have our priorities straight, God, family, country. That is why we fight. That is why we travel. That is why we do these hard things. That is why we're doing the show from a, a little bedroom at an Airbnb. We want to be culturally relevant. We want to be in our very small part, like what Kanye is doing. Like you make and create culture. You cannot critique culture without creating your own culture. So we are out uh, uh, out in the field today and we will be bringing you some exclusive content, some great documentary content. And we're, we're just, we're just, 
brimming here on this show. And it's all because of you. We thank you. You were born free men and women, and you're going to stay that way because we all organize and we all gather here every single day and we push the envelope. We push uh, out the false narratives. We break the matrix. We break the machine and we will be victorious. That is absolutely promised to us. This is our uplifting uh, message and this is our optimistic message. We hope you go into the weekend knowing that you live in the greatest country that God has ever created and we are going to save this great place. God bless you. Have an incredible weekend. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show.